This is the Thanksgiving edition of my friend's place here on WGOT LP Gainesville. Happy holidays. Oh, I love the eyeshadow. Yeah, I was bored and I found some old makeup in the medicine cabinet. I also found some old medicine, but I'm going to sell it. It's a great plan. Also, I wrote a song. Turkey, I need you beside me. I need all of you. I need your breast and thigh meat. And what's that hiding in your hole? Some stuffing for my heart and soul. I could still be a winner when I eat Dad's Thanksgiving dinner. That was beautiful, Jane. Thank you, Father. Turkey, I need you beside me. I need all of you. I need your breast and thigh meat. Turkey, I need you beside me. I need all of you. I need your breast and thigh meat. And what's that hiding in your hole? Some stuffing for my heart and soul. I could still be a winner when I eat that Thanksgiving dinner. I need you beside me. I need all of you. I need your presence. Everything I used to say was always confused with those wrong ideas. I can't become this thing that I doubt if I don't have enough strength to be standing. Last you not, I told him once, they gave him all away just because. But then along the time I found you in your mind, I said, remember, remember, I gotta be honest, I think I broke our promise, we were talking about how we would always have each other's backs, then along the fence that we put up with our friends, we to some trouble along the way We got things inside our heads We rely on too many projectors to display
Don't stop now, now 
was drenched in wine And it's getting warm like a sauna I don't wanna make it out alive Cause of you Who pulled the curtains? Who broke the screen? 
music from Smith's great Johnny Marr. The song title is Tenement Time, and I want to thank you for tuning in to my friend's place on WGOT LP Gainesville, which is kind of perfect since it's going to be a Thanksgiving-themed edition here, and uh, we'll get more into the specifics of how that's going to work after I go over the music you heard this week on the My Friend's Place warm-up mix portion of the show. So leading things off, you had a parody song in honor of Thanksgiving from Bob's Burger. Came off the episode Diary of a Poopy Kid. I'm not sure the song actually has a title, um, but if you type in or search for Diary of a Poopy Kid Thanksgiving song, well, you might have some really interesting uh, search results that come up, but you should also get the song from Bob's Burger if you want to check that out again. Uh, Then after that, you had Watata, Do You Even Care Anymore? Very much channeling energy, uh, late 80s, early 90s hip house, I would say. Uh, Then, right after that, new stuff from K. Trinata. That one's called Be Careful, and it features the great Thundercat, um, who's always has interesting uh, music coming out. Then, uh, kind of a throwback-type song, even though it's a new one, was Leon Bridges with Summer Rain, featuring uh, Jasmine Sullivan. The new song from one of my favorite songwriters and musicians right now, Alex Cameron with new music. That one's called Sarah Joe. And then right after that, um, you've heard this band quite a few times in the past weeks on My Friend's Place. And this is another new one from Silverbacks called Rolodex City. And now you're officially called up to everything that you have heard thus far on My Friend's Place. So for the Thanksgiving edition, let's talk about what we're going to do. Now recently I just did a top 10 list of my favorite Halloween slash horror movies from My Friend's Place a couple weeks ago. So I was kind of thinking I might do the same with... uh, Thanksgiving movies for the holiday, except there is a major catch in that plan, because there is really only one great holiday Thanksgiving movie, which of course is the great Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, starring John Candy and Steve Martin. The end. There's no really debate about it, but uh, truthfully, there just really aren't many great Thanksgiving movies. It's kind of an overlooked holiday, which is a little bit sad, because... um, the lack of kind of the commercialism makes Thanksgiving one of my favorite holidays. I mean, it's more like family-centered than like what you're getting for somebody or going out and buying stuff. So um, there's no presents to buy. There's no costumes to wear. Um, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to present you with the Cramela Top 10 list of the best TV-related uh, Thanksgiving specials or episodes. So... First up, let's start with the problematic ones. So I've grouped these together, not necessarily from uh, least favorite to favorite of my top ten. Uh, these last three that you're going to hear, I like, but I have to admit, uh, in today's world and our culture, there are some problem areas. So first, let's start off with number ten, Roseanne. So yes, uh, Roseanne, I think, is pretty obviously, to everyone that's seen her comments, is uh, racist. But she was also part of one of the best ensemble cast of all time. So the last Thursday in November, it's the episode title in uh, season number 10, I believe, of Roseanne checks in in my top 10 list. So Roseanne actually has a lot of really good holiday-themed episodes, um, whether it's uh, Halloween, Christmas, or in this case, Thanksgiving. So I'm just going to pick one to highlight. And the one I want to highlight is be kind of an interesting choice because it's not necessarily my favorite out of all the Roseanne uh, Thanksgiving episodes, but I think it's maybe the most interesting one. So the kid, DJ, is going to perform in what should be a traditional school Thanksgiving pageant, 
But instead of doing the pilgrims meet the Indians and everyone shares a meal, they instead do a Pulp Fiction parody where basically the pilgrims slaughter all the Native Americans. Now, there's a King of the Hill episode that came out kind of around the same time that had a very similar vibe and the same plot. Um, but to my knowledge, this was one of the first major network shows to kind of cast doubt on that whole uh, Columbus mythology. So, uh, and then pretty amazing that right before that, in the year before for the Thanksgiving episode, uh, it was really basically an episode coming out in favor of women and being able to have choice, pro-choice. So, um, the evolution from 80s Roseanne uh, to 2021 is kind of sad, but I still like that uh, despite her, uh, despite how she's become. Next in my problematic area is Beverly Hillbillies. Now, you probably weren't tuning in today to my friend's place expecting to hear Beverly Hillbillies break down in 2021. But there are definitely some problematic areas uh, with Beverly Hillbillies with this whole North and South Civil War jokes with Granny. Uh, basically, no characters that aren't white, and there's kind of no way around it. But in some ways, the show was, I guess, you know, pretty you know, progressive in some areas. Uh, specifically, there are a lot of like anti-capitalist slash money can't make you happy themes um, that ran throughout the show. Especially, you know, the fact. Uh, that the Clampets spend all this money to go live in a mansion, and really all they want to do is go back home to Tennessee. Also, of course, the banker was the bad guy in the series. So, um, the episode I'm going to talk about here is called Turkey Day, which is in Season 2, and it's number 10, the 10th episode. Uh, so, in this episode, Ellie Mae, who you know loves animals, she makes friends with the turkey that they're supposed to slaughter and eat, and they actually don't wind up eating the turkey. So, I guess it's kind of an early 60s nod to maybe future uh, PETA members and how animals should be treated. Um, also, the show is kind of progressive in a way that it makes fun of the fact that pretty much all of the actors at the time playing Native Americans were actually white people, and none of them were Native uh, Americans, and you can kind of see um, the make fun of basically these actors that got hired uh, to be play uh, Native Americans. And so then, um, I mean, does the same thing a lot of Thanksgiving episodes do. It brings together a bunch of disparate characters around a, a Thanksgiving table, or at least in this case, the billiard table, which was kind of a running gag for years on the show. Um, I just actually caught a replay of this on Saturday on TV, and it really holds up amazingly well and is very, very funny for a 60-year-old uh, sitcom episode. So um, that's going to be a little bit harder to find, but you may, if you want to check it out, that may be available on YouTube for free. Uh, then last in my problematic area, which we'll just call number eight, is that 70s show. So, uh, elephant in the room right off the bat, if you're not aware of this or not, Danny Masterson, who is one of the uh, parts of this cast, he has multiple rape charges pending against him, both in criminal and civil court. So, he was definitely part of this ensemble cast. So, it kind of comes to a question, should you or do you cancel a movie because there's like one bad person involved with the show? So, let me throw this out. Do you ever, do you never watch Usual Suspects, which is an amazing movie? Do you never watch that again because of actor Kevin Spacey's, you know, one of the cast members. Um, do you go back on that 70s show and just CGI out the Danny Matheson character? I don't really know. Um, but I do know this is a pretty fun episode, which is um, episode number nine in season one. 
and the basic plot breakdown. Lori, who's Eric's uh, mean sister, is coming back from home. She's got some, uh, definitely got some secrets and brings along a friend. Uh, there's a storyline basically happening of Red being out of work because they were starting to show in late 70s how corporations were taking over and, and closing down kind of the mom and pop businesses and basically killing small businesses. So that's another part of this uh, Thanksgiving storyline. And it has a great, wonderful cameo from Marion Ross, who was the mom from uh, Happy Days, absolutely playing the worst mother-in-law um, from hell to Kitty, the the lead mom in the show. So there you go. There's your first three for my top ten Thanksgiving sitcom or basically Thanksgiving episodes on TV. So uh, we'll get into the less problematic area in the next uh, couple of breaks. But what we're going to do in the meanwhile is get into some non-problematic music, hopefully some really good music. Here's a new one from Jockstrap, which may kind of be a problematic band name, but anyway, song title is 5050, and you're listening to My Friend's Place on the BGOT LP Gainesville.
probably true All the things we do lead to this moment, baby Touch me slowly I've been special Thanksgiving episode this week, so happy Thanksgiving to everyone, whether you're listening live on Thursday or to one of the replays on Friday and Sunday, or maybe you're listening further down the line when I upload this to uh, my podcasting uh, page through Cramela Mix Show, which is spelled C-R-A-M-E-L-A. No matter how you're listening, thank you very much. And here's the music that you just heard in the last segment. Uh, coming out of the break, you had one from Jock Straps. The song title is called 5050, very much channeling some uh, early 90s, late 80s uh, rave-type music. Speaking of rave-type music, the next song is from a duo called Subjective. I know one of the members is Goldie. I can't remember who the other one is off the top of my head, but uh, Goldie, well-known for being one of the best drum and bass producers and DJs uh, throughout the 90s and the 2000s, but uh, he te- teamed up in a group called Subjective, and that one's called Sunlight. After that, you had uh, Dave Merkage, the song titles Awful Things, featuring Caroline Polacek. Then it was Ganga Use, Tend the Garden. And then getting called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place, you had Blind Place with co- Cover Blind, rather. Definitely uh, channeling some uh, 80s synth music there. So hope you enjoyed all that music. And let's get back into the Thanksgiving part of this episode. So um, if you missed the first part of the show, this week decided to do a countdown of top 10 Thanksgiving-themed television shows, as there really aren't 
10 great Thanksgiving movies like I did earlier this year um, for my Halloween episode where I did a review of my favorite horror movies. So um decided to do TV this time. And coming in at number 7 um, on this list, you have one from King of Queens called uh, Supermarket Story. It's episode 10 from year 1, and it has a really simple, fun premise. Uh, Carrie decides to do a home-cooked Thanksgiving meal uh, after she gets to the store and doesn't want to do like the original frozen dinner idea that she had, except she has absolutely no idea how to cook a home-cooked uh, original meal. So uh, this is an episode that obviously could no longer exist because in this scenario, you would simply look it up on your uh, cell phone and find five million different videos or recipes to cook Thanksgiving. Um, but she and Doug are basically in a very crowded supermarket trying to figure out how to do a home-cooked meal uh, without the aid of the internet as this is a probably mid-90s episode. Then you also have Jerry Stiller along just being himself and hilarious. So uh, that's King of Queens coming in at number seven. And at number six, you have Bob's Burgers. Uh, now, earlier in the show, if, if you were here at the very beginning listening, you know that I played one of the parody songs about Thanksgiving off of, I think, the newest um, Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode, which is uh, Diarrhea of a Poopy Kid. <laughs> very silly song title. Definitely not one of my favorite uh, Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes either, but it's it's okay. Great song, though. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is one of those shows that has a Halloween, Thanksgiving, and cri Christmas episode every single year. So there are actually a lot of good Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes to choose from. My personal favorite is Dawn of the Peck which is uh, on Season 5, Episode 4, basically parodying The Dawn of the Dead and Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. This one, again, got a really simple setup as turkeys brought in to be part of a turkey fun run, turn violent, and start attacking the, the citizens. Super fun. And uh, Bob's Burgers is definitely one of the best at mashing up genres and to something new and fun, and they do so. And mashing up a horror and Thanksgiving and comedy all into one uh, 30 minute episode. Then uh, at number five, you've got The Simpsons. So it kind of keeps my animated streak going with uh, Bob's Burgers and Simpsons both in a row. And there is no doubt that The Simpsons is the best animated series of all time, maybe best uh, comedy show of all time. And season two gave us uh, episode seven, which has called which is called Bart vs. Thanksgiving. And that's one that I'm going to review, although there are a couple other uh, pretty good Thanksgiving episodes from The Simpsons, and I definitely have to give an honorable mention to uh, The Thanksgiving of Horror, which was in Season 8, Episode 31, which, similar to The Bob's Burger, uh, did a great mashup of Halloween and Thanksgiving traditions. And that's actually a newer one. So I know a lot of people listening to this show are Simpsons fans. They've seen all the classic shows. But this might be one that may have slipped through the cracks. It's a little bit newer that I think if you're a Simpsons fan, you, you definitely want to check out uh, Thanksgiving of Harm. Uh, but for this list, the, the show I'm going to talk about is Bart versus Thanksgiving in Season 2. And it's just a fun, simple episode where basically Bart destroys Lisa's uh, Thanksgiving centerpiece, gets in trouble from the family, and then he decides he's going to run away, thus winding up on the proverbial wrong side of the tracks. Um, it was a really great early episode of Simpsons and really, really, really helped it to establish uh, and become a force like in the early days of Fox, because I remember a time before Fox TV and before The Simpsons, actually, so that officially makes me old. So one thing that, that's not old on uh, My Friend's Place is this new song from Mathilde honoring the great actor Jeff Goldblum. So here you go. you got Mathilde 
Jeff Goldblum. time you hear this it will be too late by the time you hear this i'll be far away moving out at the break of dawn moving out past the guns and pawn all of those times that i missed you but you weren't missing 
as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met you I picked you out I shook you up and turned you around turned you into someone new now five years later on you've got the world at your feet success has been so easy for you don't forget it's me who put you where you are now And I can put you back there too Don't, don't you want me You know I can't believe it when I hear that you won't see me Don't, don't you want me You know I don't believe you when you say that you don't need Changed your mind, you better change it back, or we will both be sorry. Don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? Oh, don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me?
Okay, that is a very uh, subdued version or cover version of Human League's Don't You Want Me. And if you recognize the voice and think, hey, it kind of sounds like Gorillaz, well, that's because it's sung by uh, Damon Albarn, uh, doing some solo material there and a very interesting cover of a really, really great song. So I uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to the Thanksgiving special edition of My Friend's Place this week here on WGOTLP Gainesville. We give thanks every single week to all the people and listeners that help support the uh, station, whether you're a volunteer here at the station, whether you support us financially, uh, whether you just are a listener. All of those things really kind of make doing community radio worthwhile. And speaking of supporting financially, I do want to remind you, um, we give a special thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Patreon subscribers basically subscribe from anywhere for as low as a dollar a month up to, I think we have one that's $10. And that money is really, really valuable because it gives us a steady income, and which we need in order to kind of be able to see what bills we're going to have to pay as fundraising has been incredibly difficult uh, through the COVID era. So if you want to find out more information about that, you can find out inf- some information on the WGOT Facebook page. But I would simply go to patreon.com and search for WGOT and please consider subscribing for just as little as $1 a month. You're not going to miss that dollar, but we really do like those dollars because they all add up when you start getting all the people that are listening online or listening to the radio signal. So thanks once again to all the listeners and especially we're thankful for our Patreon subscribers. Um, anyway, let's get into... Oh, first got to check out what you just heard in the music. So um, in that last segment, let one off from Matt Hill called Jeff Goldblum. Then it was a new one from classic band, They Might Be Giants, Moonbeam Rays. They've got a new album coming out, so you'll be hearing some of their new songs uh, from week to week here on My Friend's Place. Then it was Just Mustard, I Am You. After that, you had Sweeping Promises, Pain Without a Touch. Then the second song this week uh, from a three-song EP from Kay Trinata. It is uh, Intimidated, and that one features her. Uh, her has definitely had a big uh, year with lots of great uh, music coming out and awards and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, then it was one from Beirut, So Slowly, and now you've called up to everything you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So in honor of the Thanksgiving holiday, decided to do a top ten countdown, um, top ten Thanksgiving-themed episodes on television this time, because, frankly, there aren't a top ten Thanksgiving movie countdown like I did with Halloween. So, um, we're up to number four, and I'll review the whole list at the end of the show. And coming in at number four, uh, it's Seinfeld episode, and probably all of you know the one I'm probably talking about already. It's Mom and Pop Store from Season 6, Episode 8. And this is just a great episode of one of the best modern comedies of, of our time. So, um, there, are, of course, are parallel storylines running like every single Seinfeld episode. Uh, in one of them, Elaine wins her boss a chance to walk with the rope, basically handling the uh, Woody the Woodpecker float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, that plan, of course, gets ruined by Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, then you also have a great story with uh, George buying John Boyd's used car. Uh, that's kind of weaved into the episode, and of course it was uh, not exactly John Boyd's car. So, um... It, I'm sure you've seen it, so there's no spoilers there that I'm going to ruin for you. But that that episode is just total greatness and a really fun Thanksgiving episode. Um, And right before that, this one 
Right now in this list, any one of them could be number one through number four, so you can just kind of throw them in a hat because Charlie Brown Thanksgiving episode is my number three. It's just another great holiday episode, um, really trying to explore the true meaning of what Thanksgiving is. Um, you have Peppermint Patty, who of course invites herself and all her friends for a Thanksgiving dinner at Charlie Brown's. And Charlie Brown and Snoopy try to accommodate everybody with popcorn, jelly beans, and toast served on a ping pong table. And it's just great. I mean, it's really great fun. Uh, maybe the best of all the Charlie Brown holiday specials. But um, sadly, it's getting really hard to find unless you have Apple Plus. Because now they control the airings instead of getting it, you know, playing on network TV. Uh, time or two right before the holiday now you have to either watch it on apple plus or i think they're showing it or they showed it this year rather uh, one time on pbs then coming in at number two again all of these you throw them in a hat could be my number one king of the hill uh, king of the hill actually has quite a few good thanksgiving episodes but the one i'm going to talk about is happy thanksgiving it's a season four uh, episode seven and that's definitely my favorite of the bunch and um, probably the episode of all the, the things I've reviewed this week that I've seen the most on this list. Uh, so basic story, all the main characters get stranded in a snowstorm at uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, which is actually an airport I've been stranded at, so I can relate a little bit to uh, their dilemma. There isn't one wasted moment or joke in this entire episode, as it um, has basically the, almost the same exact theme as Charlie Brown episodes kind of bring... Uh, people together, making the best of a situation, and it is truly awesome. So, um, coming up in the last segment this week, I'll reveal my number one, but until then, got some more new music, and the first up, you're going to hear a new one from Mitski, The Only Heartbreaker.
Listening to the Thanksgiving special episode of My Friend's Place on WGOT LP Gainesville. If you're listening on the radio, make sure you stay tuned on Thursdays after My Friend's Place for Stripped. On Fridays, you'll hear Red Pony Music Hour, and on Sundays, you can hear Departure. So I'm um, definitely consider checking those out if you like the music you hear each and every week on My Friend's Place. So here's what you heard in that last half hour or so of music uh, coming out of the break. It had Mitski, The Only Heartbreaker. Then it was Tally's No Dreams of Fairies. After that, it was Avla with Eat More, kind of an appropriate song title for a Thanksgiving special. Uh, then it was Nailufa Yanya with Stabilize. After that, you had Failure, Headstand. Then you heard uh, Atima, and actually a cover song too. It's Nell and the Flaming Lips covering Nick Cave's The Ship Song. Apparently, Nell, um, whose voice you heard on that uh, song, is 13 years old, I believe, and got together with the Flaming Lips and they recorded an entire album of Nick Cave covers. So, very interesting start to her career, and look forward to seeing where she heads off to the future. So, this being the Thanksgiving special, 
If you've been listening all along, you know, I've been counting down my top 10 favorite television Thanksgiving specials. So I'm going to quickly go down uh, the ones that I've already mentioned earlier in the show. Now, kind of grouped them from 10 to 1, but really on any given day, my number 1 might be my number 4 or my number 5. Might be my number 10. They're constantly mixing around. But I did group these first three together because they are quote-unquote have problematic areas with each one of them. And I'm not going to delve into this. I kind of discussed it in the uh, first break. Um, But leading things off, my top ten episode. Actually, this is more of a cumulative award for all the Thanksgiving episodes for Roseanne. And yes, I acknowledge Roseanne has quite a few problems in 2021. But amazingly, if you go back and you watch the Thanksgiving episodes they did, which are all really great, by the way. They talk, they tackled some really interesting um, social issues. And the one that I picked, the Pulp Fiction, basically, a parody, um, they're basically talking about um, how the Native Americans were treated for Thanksgiving. So uh, definitely some of my favorite as like a group of shows would be the Roseanne Thanksgiving specials. After that, at number nine, Beverly Hillbillies. That's an episode where... They basically are supposed to kill the turkey, decide to keep the turkey as a pet, and have the drive cells over. At number eight, that 70s show, um, the episode, the Thanksgiving episode where um, the, the older sister comes back and then all kinds of craziness ensues. Um, at number seven, it was King of Queens, the supermarket episode where Carrie's trying to figure out how to cook a home cooked meal without the aid of a cell phone and the internet at the time and having no idea how prepare Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Uh, then six is another kind of cumulative award. Bob's Burgers has a ton of Thanksgiving episodes. The one that I talked about uh, the most was basically the Dawn of the Peck, which is a parody episode kind of making fun of zombie movies and Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Uh, then let's see, number five, you got The Simpsons. Uh, a couple of good animated uh, Thanksgiving specials from them. Uh, the one that I talked about was Bart versus Thanksgiving, which I just watched uh, last night. As a matter of fact, still holds up really well. Those early seasons of The Simpsons, those first, I don't know, four to five seasons, you're just gonna, not really going to find another... Uh, Another um, animated series or live comedy series that can compete with that. Speaking of hard to compete with, at number four, Seinfeld, the mom and pop store episode where um, Elaine wins a chance for her boss to carry the Woody Woodpecker balloon in the parade. That, of course, goes wrong, like everything usually does on Seinfeld. Uh, Then for number three, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Enough said about that. Uh, Then number two, King of the Hill, the episode where they're all stranded in the airport waiting. And now it's time for... The My Friend's Place Cramla, number one Thanksgiving television special of all time. And um, this is kind of was kind of an easy one, I think. Um, the one that I'm going to talk about is WKRP in Cincinnati. And I don't think here at WGOT that we have one host that probably did not watch WKRP and find inspiration from it over the year, many years in syndication. It was only on the air, I think, three years, but it lived on and on and on in syndication. So uh, the one that I'm talking about specifically is episode number seven in season one, called Turkey's Away. And it is definitely one of the most well-known and kind of signature episodes of WKRP. And then basically uh, what it's known for mainly is this promotion that they're running, uh, with Les Nesman going out to the supermarket to cover where they wind up dropping uh, turkeys out of a helicopter. And what may have sounded like a, a good <laughs> idea on paper to the promotions people uh, goes really, really lo- wrong when uh, 
figure out that turkeys can't actually fly. So from that actual uh, episode, I'm going to play the turkey drop a portion of that WKRP in Cincinnati episode as my closing track this week. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving or are having a great Thanksgiving. I'll be back same time, same uh, station next week. All right, fellow babies, and now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway. So take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nesman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKRP hey, turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newshawk Award last year. Uh, good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. So far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now, the crowd is... The, the crowd is... Uh, Curious, but well behaved. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area. And oh yes, I can see it now. It's a it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. A helicopter. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. W-K-R-P. What a sight, ladies and gentlemen, what a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. <laughs> No parachutes yet. Those can't be skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but... Oh, my God, they're turkeys! Oh, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of my eyes! Oh, just went to the windshield of a parked car! running around pushing each other oh my goodness oh the humanity oh, people are running about uh, the turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement i don't know how much longer the, the crowd is running for their lives i think i'm going to step inside i can't stay out here and watch this any longer no i can't go in there children are searching for their mothers and oh not since the hindenburg tragedy has there been anything like this how much longer I can hold my position here, Johnny? The crowd... Les, Les. Les, are you there? Les isn't there. <clears throat> Thanks for that on-the-spot report, Les. Uh, for those of you who just tuned in, the Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkey. Film at 11. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly.